it's your kali you are about to listen to facts stories interviews gossip and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow this show will start five four three two one What's up, guys? You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, in Little Village. And today's show is a very special show. I'm Cecilia, and I'm here with, uh, with our special guest, Crystal. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, my name is Crystal. And she's new here, but she is going to accompany me in this show. And it's all about Harry Potter, guys. You know it. The wizarding world of Harry Potter has casted a spell on us ever since it was brought into the world by author J.K. Rowling. And now that Fantastic Beasts is officially in theaters, the fans have once again gathered together with full excitement. Despite how much we would like to have seen Daniel Radcliffe or the charming Emma Watson, the actors who played Harry and Hermione in the seven previous movies, on screen, once again, it's all good. Because you know what? We have a fantastic show, packed with all sorts of stuff about the boy who lived today. Stay tuned, witches and wizards, because this show is just for you. I'm Cecilia, and this is Crystal, and you are listening to WLPN Lumpen Radio. I can't hear ya. Alright. Come on, I want to see your hands in the air. We're going to teach you a brand new dance tonight. So move your body. You got to help us off once. Together we can do this thing. Are you ready? Are you ready? I move your body like a hero tool. I learn it to rock and roll. I spin around like a crazy elf. I dance in by himself. I boogie down like a unicorn. I no stop until the break of dawn. I put your hands up in the air. Like an ogre, just don't care. What's up, guys? We are back. And first off, we will start with our favorite spells. So, Crystal, what's a favorite spell that you have from the Harry Potter series? Well, first of all, I love all of them, but there's this really favorite one, and I think everyone will probably agree, Wingardium Leviosa. Yes, that moment with Ron and Hermione was just absolutely hilarious. Yes, yes, yes. Well, mine's I thought was... One that I thought was cool was uh, the Accio, a summoning charm. Oh, yeah, that'd be so useful in school. Dude, yes. It's like I always lose my stuff, like every time in my book bag. And somehow when I get home and I don't need them, I always find them. So the Accio spell is basically um, you say Accio and whatever object 
uh, you would like to find. It's like summoning it. So it just like comes to you. Harry used it uh, in the in the Order of the Phoenix, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, and so this is this is seen not as many times as it would be expected from teenagers, given uh, that they're mostly adolescents during the series, Harry and Ron and Hermione. So I'm guessing they don't they know how to keep their stuff. But the Accio spell really comes in handy when you have to find something at the last minute. And of course, the Aguamentai spell, which is the one that's used to create water. I believe uh, her Harry used it when Dumbledore took him to find uh, one of the Horcrux. Oh, that was such an emotional scene. Yes, it's like, I felt so like, I felt like crying. I mean, Dumbledore drinking, it just, uh, it just made him like, I thought he was dying. And I was just like, no, you know, was, he's a lovely yeah, character. Yeah, I bursted out crying in that scene. It was, it, it was amazing. It was such, he, he's like a fatherly figure for him. Besides Sirius, his godfather, of course, who is pretty, pretty, you know, like, awesome. Oh, being, he's so badass. Yeah. Uh, Lu- Lupin is... Remus? Remus. Remus. Lupin. Yeah. Is the werewolf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sirius is the one that turns into a wolf. Yeah. A shapeshifter. And, yeah, I just... Um, that, that spell is to create water. And the one that I think uh, I find the hardest... I found the hardest to explain. Because when I was in sixth grade... I remember I memorized almost all the spells because I was such a geek and I was in love with Harry. Who isn't really, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> I remember my friend, she was in love with Cedric. Oh, yes. I was like, eh, ever since I saw Twilight, I don't know what to think. But anyways, it's like um, I memorized all the spells and I remember the one that Draco used to um, sort of petrify. Um, no, it wasn't petrifying. Uh, the one that he used to um, against Harry in the train scene. And the one where uh, he was going to become uh, one of... Uh, he was going to become a Death Eater. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Half-Blood Prince. Or the Order of the Phoenix. N- yeah, it was uh, It was the Half-Blood Prince, yeah. And uh, it, it was Petrificus Totalis. That Can you say so that hard. again? Oh my god, Petri- I, can't re- I can't say that. Petrificus Totalis. And it will, he used it, and I think it broke Harry's nose. Which looked really, really painful. But thankfully... Luna was there to save him, as usual. Yep. Luna was such a lovable character, and didn't she end up with Neville at the end? Um, well, I think, I think that was just mostly in the last book. I don't think she married him. Yeah, yeah. I think they just because if I you see in the last in the last scene where um they're all grown up and Harry's leaving his son, mm-hmm. uh, Albus, at the train station, uh, you see like. This guy that kind of looks like um, Neville, and then this girl with uh, pale blonde hair, and that looks so much like Neville and Luna. And I was like, "Is it them? Are they? Ha- do they have kids? That would have been so cool. That would have been awesome." But I never knew. But Petrificus Totalis, uh, it doesn't uh, petrify you like it petrified the cat in the Chamber of Secrets. It's um, it's a spell used to paralyze people, and so you know Harry was, I think he was using his invisible cloak at the moment. And, you know, he just, like, stood there, like, lying still on the ground. And I was like, are you going to die? Are you going to die? But then Luna came, and she saw him with her special little, like, glasses. And uh, she saved him, thankfully. So, you shout know, out to Luna. That you that that spell would have been useful in Prisoner of Azkaban when Remus 
turn into a werewolf that would have been so useful yeah i feel like harry and hermione wouldn't have been so exposed <laughs> to such danger yeah, yeah anyways guys uh we will come back with more and we're gonna hit it off with a scene uh, of the snake scene from uh harry potter and the sorcerer's stone we hope you like it and we'll be back remember you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolokali in Little Village. Make it move. 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 He's asleep. Sorry about him. He doesn't understand what it's like, lying there day after day, watching people press their ugly faces in on you. Can you hear me? It's just... I've never talked to a snake before. Do you... I mean... Do you talk to people often? You're from Burma, aren't you? Was it nice there? Do you miss your family? I see. That's me as well. I never knew my parents either. Mummy! Dad, come here! Do you believe what this snake is doing? That was the snake scene from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Crystal, how'd you like it? Oh, it's one of my favorite scenes. I thought the snake was so cool. And it, like you said before, though, when we were talking before the show, it's the one that ends up killing everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really messed up. Plot twist. <laughs> but, like, uh, that scene was the one where Harry first, like, he didn't know it at the time, I guess, but he, where he first discovered that he can talk to snakes. And, you know, that he might be a little weird and he might be a wizard. <laughs> you are a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I, I love that scene with Hagrid. Yes. Anyways, now we have uh, two special guests. And uh, they are Jerry and Mary. So what's up, guys? How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. And, um, well, we're going to start off with um, a few questions. Uh, we're going to be talking about our favorite characters. And first off... What was your favorite character from the Harry Potter series? Um, that would be uh, Severus Snape and stuff like that. I actually really, 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 really liked him. I, I, he actually, uh, you know, described me as a uh, as uh, when I first saw him uh, and first read about him. Actually, in the books, he, he actually kind of I actually kind of could relate to him actually, and I actually really liked that. Uh, yeah, my character would be, uh, I want to say Ron, because he's mostly, like, outcasted. Like, he's a weird one, and, uh, like, nobody thinks, like, he's, like, capable of doing things, but in the whole, like, I believe it was the first one, right? Where yeah. he saved, uh, Harry and Hermione from, like, the chess game. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think, like, people just don't really see the importance of him as a character, but, um, he's a really good character. So, um, like, even if you rewatch the movies, 
uh, people have to realize that he's like really um, he has his he may not be good at magic but he's like really good at getting away with things <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's smarter than he looks very and underappreciated yes underappreciated character what was your favorite moment of your favorite characters um, I think I liked the one where they, uh, Snape hit uh, Harry uh, and Ron in the back of the head, <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> laughed at, and I laughed really hard about that. And I'm just like, oh god, what do they do now? I, I actually, I actually liked that moment, and then the moment where um, he uh, told uh, Harry that he was the half blood prince. I'm just like, whoa, he was actually really good potions. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, he was he was smart, and the one where he whacked them in the heads it was uh in the goblet of fire when they were making fun of hermione right that she didn't have a date <laughs> oh yeah that was like whack what about you jerry uh my favorite moment uh i don't know if you guys forgot but when harry potter became the master of death when he gained like um uh well it's when he became the master of death when he got the cloaking and he got the wand from dumbledore and I forgot what was the other thing. I want to say the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so once you acquire all three, you basically become the Master of Death. And what is that is, like, um, you need those three objects in order to go, like, on par or be as powerful as death, like, in the wizard world. So I, I think that's my favorite moment when Harry Potter acquired all three. And then the way he acquired uh, Dumbledore's wand was, like, pretty sad because um, Snape had to kill Dumbledore. And then... Uh, Harry Potter had to kill uh, Snape in order to get the wand, but um, Snape killed him just so Harry Potter was like, so he could be the chosen one and become Master of Death. So that's like my favorite moment. You know the folktale in Deathly Hollows. I thought it was it was pretty pretty cool. The one with Death and the brothers. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember it. Oh, yeah, I really liked three it. Three brothers, yeah. Yeah, especially that kind of like Hermione in the movie. They she said it, and I thought that. Like her voice made it made the story sound. Oh, Emma Watson's so. always awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's always on point. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna be talking about her later. But um, uh, Crystal, mm -hmm. what about you? What's your favorite character and your favorite moment with your character? My favorite character is Zuna Lovegood, and come on, I mean, who doesn't love her? But uh, my favorite moment with her is when she's with um Harry and they they look at the terrestrials. That's mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I thought that was so cool, and that just adds to her character, and how she can relate to Harry, and their friendship is just very beautiful. I like you know that odd vibe that she gives. You know, it's it's really unique, and um, it's you know, uh, how would I say it? like, Luna's like that outcast that everybody that lovable outcast that you know everybody just, relates to. Yeah, yeah. Like we all have that one moment where we're just random about stuff. I think that's kind of Luna, and I love that. Um, my character, <sighs> this is going to sound pretty, you know, predictable, but Harry Potter. I relate to him so much. You know, I remember in one of the movies uh, with Sirius, he had a moment where he's like, I'm mad all the time. I'm like, that is me when I procrastinate about doing my homework and I Hashtag get mad at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I just, you know, it's just Harry is just amazing overall, but he definitely has that slight bit conceived attitude sometimes. You know, like for example, that one girl that gave him that Ron ended up give, uh, eating the chocolates uh, that had a love potion in him, and uh, they were supposed to be for Harry. That one girl that sent him to him. Uh, that was so funny because um, 
you know, Hermione was talking to him in the library, and she's like, she likes you because she thinks you're the chosen one. And he's like, but I am the chosen one. <laughs> and I just, that was so funny. Which, speaking of which, am I the only one who thinks that Harry and Hermione couldn't have no. made a good couple? No, literally, no. I love them together. A lot of, like, we have a few guests here that don't agree with us, but I'll agree with you, Cecilia. Yay. What about you guys then? What, who do you think, who do you ship? I totally go with Hermione and Ron. They make a perfect no. couple. No. If you guys no. Okay, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. Um, if you guys don't like really see with like the character, like how they are, um, like since Harry Potter, he's a main character, obviously, since like the whole, uh, every movie and every book is about him. But like, in my opinion, I feel like the main character shouldn't have someone or shouldn't be with someone. So, like, the story could focus on him and not, like, just him and his relationship with someone else. But, um, like, I really ship Ron and Hermione because, like, he's, a, like, the weird one. He's a, like, funny, silly guy. And then Hermione, she's always, like, uh, I don't know what's the word, but, like, she's always, like, Sharp. on time. She's, like, gets good grades on school and she doesn't really have much fun you know she puts him in his place like she's always like (laughs) being like um like she's always busy with stuff but like with ron when she's with ron she has like really she has like a lot of fun and she's always happy like the uptight one and then yeah it's kind of like that opposite it fits perfectly because like if ron is like always like happy and like giggly and like having fun like i think hermione needs in her life like just to have a little bit more fun and like and stop like worrying about school for a while and it's like you know just go out and have fun so like that's my opinion but yeah, i don't know i don't know why them. people ship harry and hermione like he's a main character oh you should be like don't focusing on like what's this is gonna start a huge debate <laughs> like <laughs> well it's like that one scene uh in the deathly hollows where uh harry and hermione are dancing you know it's like that one pause where the when the music's over and they just look at each other and then again in uh the sorcerer's stone where you know harry um, Hermione runs over to Harry and I mean both of them actually run to each other at the same time it's like that moment like you know they're friends but still there's like something there, there, there yeah there's, there's there's that chance there's some sort of vibe mm-hmm. and I was just like and uh, you know J.K. Rowling after the movies you know came out she was like I would have preferred Harry and Hermione I don't know why I didn't do that and I'm like <laughs> yes I'm like yes I totally agree I just read fan fictions too <laughs> to get over your like yeah. how oh goodness, I'm sorry empty, with that. how empty it like leaves you that they didn't yes. get together. <laughs> yes, I feel you. What about you, Mary? Well, I actually agree. Uh, uh, Ron should just like uh, Ron, you know, stayed with Hermione. I'm much kind of happy about that. We're gonna mm-hmm. have a duel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ship wars, that's for sure. Like, do the Avada Kedavra spell on you all crazy? Like <laughs> okay, one, that's offensive. Two, <laughs> <laughs> only nerds. <laughs> only nerds with no honors on that. True, true. But uh, P.S. That's the spell where you kill someone. The killing but curse, yeah. I am just exaggerating. Please do not take me off this job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that concludes uh, our little chat. Thank you guys so much for being here. And now we're going to go off to a song. This one's going out to all the lovers out there. Hold each other tight and keep each other warm. And dance, you final dance. 
this is your final chance to hold the one you love you know you've waited long And we are back. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. So, guys, we are back. And um, next up, we have, well, just uh, to get it out of the way, that was uh, The Weird Sisters, Magic Works. And if you guys don't recall, that was the song from the last song where you see uh, Hagrid dancing with that, that one tall professor. I forgot her name. But uh, she she she's um she's, she's very tough. <laughs> that one girl that she's French. What is her name? No, uh, she she was in Harry Potter and uh, the the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, 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 and you know she was she was one of the. Oh my God, prof- she, she had a crush on her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I forgot her name. But she was French. I forgot. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen and Hagrid and her were that movie, the most beautiful ship ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was from the Goblet of Fire, and that was the song where Hagrid was dancing with her, and uh, it was uh, from the Yulba. I love that movie. Actually, it's like remember when like Hermione comes walking down the stairs, oh, yes. and Harry and Ron are just like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, yes, "Yes, get it, girl." Yes, but she goes with Victor Crumb. Which kind of sucks. But yeah, but like I gotta admit that Victor Crumb and Hermione were like a very... Decent? Decent. Yeah, decent relationship. They were both great. I mean, everybody was chasing after Victor and he went for the like the nerdy girl. And I th- and I think that almost everyone who read the book was like, yes, yes, go for nerdy girls. Yeah, because I mean, you had to give Hermione a chance to, you know, shine. Don't you agree? Yes, yes. And um, the I, f- I feel like uh, the... Like, that was my favorite movie, honestly. Besides uh, the Half-Blood Prince. Uh, but let's take a small break, guys. And uh, remember, you're listening to WLPN, LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Yolo Kali, Studio Y, in Little Village. Hey guys, we're back, and remember, this is the Harry Potter Show, exclusive with me, 
Cecilia and Crystal Ramirez. So guys, now we are going to talk about the Harry Potter cast and where are they now? So um, first off, we have Daniel Radcliffe, obviously, the guy who played Harry Potter, the boy who lived. And so far, he had uh, successful roles in Kill Your Darlings and Trainwreck. By the way, I always wanted to see Kill Your Darlings. I never got to see it, though, because I remember, I think I was like, what, 10, 12 at the time, and my parents were like, no, you're not going to watch that. I'm like, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> but um, uh, I remember I did uh, see in YouTube the, the play that he had on Broadway in 2011, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. That was a really good um, play. I, I saw it on YouTube. I didn't see it in person. But um, this year, uh, according to Business Insider, Hollywood Walk uh, of Fame honored Daniel Radcliffe. And moving on to Rupert Grant, uh, Harry's redhead best friend, he uh, went on to perform on Broadway. And he starred along with Megan Mullally on the play It's On It's Only a Play in 2014. And Emma Watson, oh my gosh, she is going to star in The Beauty and the Beast, playing the role of Belle. I can't wait to see that movie. It's, I love it. I've seen the trailer and I think it's awesome. Like a few people think that the beast looks really bad, but I think it's awesome. And Emma, obviously, she's gonna be amazing. Yeah, Emma Watson, she she has like she loves books already, like she's said before. So does Hermione and Belle too. So it's like it's just a wonderful um actor to choose, actress to choose to play this role. Like no I don't think anyone can top her off. Absolutely. I, I think Emma Watson is, is the actress to play Belle. And uh who plays uh do you know who plays uh the Beast? No, I'm sorry, I don't um. No, but I I just like um I think in the in the last glimpse that I got of the trailer, uh, he looked kind of handsome. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Anyways, we have, uh, I think, Severus Snape, the actor who played Severus Snape. He he died, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I was very sad about that. He was a really amazing actor, and he was really the opposite of his character. And I think I think everyone was really sad to see him go. Everyone. Do you know what year he died in? Uh, I think it was last this year yeah this year mm-hmm. damn ah that's just that's really messed up i where's mary shout out to mary i'm sorry i don't know if she knows if he died <laughs> i hope i didn't i wasn't the one to break up the news like that but um yeah that's really messed up the actor he was he was a really good actor i think he from what i saw in the interviews uh he looked kind of sick in the um this one interview that i saw on youtube he looked kind of pale. Not that he already is, but, you know, a little, like, down. And so I was like, something's going on. And then somebody told me, just this year, because I didn't know. I didn't do my research at all uh, on him, which I feel kind of bad about because I'm, I'm the fan that I am. <laughs> but I was really kind of, you know, devastated about that. He's, like, really cool. You know, in, in the um, Harry, he um, Daniel Radcliffe, he started this one movie where he had to leave his long hair and they were like they made this meme where it was like if uh snape would have been harry's father oh yeah yeah <laughs> i've seen that snape, meme. his like long hair i think the movie was uh when he's the frankenstein i think it was something with frankenstein i think i'm sorry if i'm wrong <laughs> no it's all right uh wait yeah it's um 
that movie that did it come this come out this year or last year uh, it was a year that's all you need to know no, I'm joking. yeah um um luna love good i haven't really heard anything about her but um he did uh daniel radcliffe starred in victor frankenstein which yeah, was in 2015. Go. Yeah, there which we go. is is going to be for uh, almost two years now, since we're almost at close up to 2017. But yeah, it was a year ago. And well, Daniel Radcl- Radcliffe is going to be 27. Omg, is he going to be 27? Oh my god, he's almost 30. 27, 28. Uh, I you know I really liked uh how he played uh his his role in uh the Woman in Black. Oh yeah! But I, I was so sad when when he died at the end. His his character, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he he gets um his child, you know, the woman in black. She's all about you know killing kids for some reason, which is really messed up. And his character, he has a kid, and unfortunately, he runs off to the train tracks and, in attempt to save his child, he ends up killing himself as well. So that was really messed up. Style, spoilers <laughs> ah, it, it came out in 2012 so I don't think it's that much of a spoiler but in case it is I'm sorry guys but um, remember guys this is the Harry Potter show and you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolokali in Little Village we hope you enjoy this rest of the show and we're off for a small little break Yeah, rather you than me. <laughs> yeah! Yes! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, lads, we've done it. Cooked it up just this morning. It's not going to work. Oh, yeah? And why is that, Granger? You see this? This is an age line. Dumbledore drew it himself. So? <laughs> so? A genius like Dumbledore couldn't possibly be fooled by a doll just pathetically dim-witted as an ageing potion. Ah, but that's why it's so brilliant. Because it's so pathetically dim-witted. <laughs> Ready, Fred? Ready, George. Bottoms up. And 
that was a small little clip from the Goblet of Fire, when uh, the H H timeline yeah. around the Goblet of Fire, when uh, Ron's brothers were trying to get in to the Triwizard Tournament. Yes, those lovable twins. I love them, but that one scene in uh, the last movie really oh. sucked when one of them died. Fred, oh, I cried for days when I read it. Dude, I was, I was, that was really depressing. And to see Ron cry, you know, the act, the character that you expect to always be, you know, happy and stuff. But moving on, guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed that clip. Now let's talk about um, the, the Expecto Patronum lessons from Harry Potter. So uh, there was this article that I read over that really caught my attention, and it was about social justice organizing. So you know how uh, Harry when uh, Dolores Umbridge came into Hogwarts and she's like, no, we're just going to use books and we're not going to actually, you know, practice with spells and, you know, like facing what the threats we would face in the actual wizarding world out there. She's like, we're just going to read books. And Harry was like, you know what, that's really messed up. And he gathered everyone in that secret room in Hogwarts and they were the room like, of requirements yes. the room of requirements and they were like you know he was like you know what we have to take action and I'm going to teach you guys some stuff that I know and he taught them the expecto patronum charm and everyone you know it was a really cool scene when they all you know just got to see their uh, animal spirits and all that stuff and I thought that was pretty cool and you know this is how Harry gathered um, everyone you know to take action to speak up without, you know, exposing them or getting in trouble. Well, they eventually did, but it's all right. Um, it kind of connects, well, according to this article, you know, uh, like social justice gathering. You know, it's like people who gather against sexism, racism, all sorts of topics like that. You know, there's always that one moment where everyone gathers before taking any action, you know, because you can't go against it. And Harry clearly let us showed this to us that you can't always face your problems alone and you know Hermione has always told him this multiple times like you know in uh, the Goblet of Fire when Harry was like you know I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to make this uh, sh she was like you know don't lose hope not just yet because we're here for you and you know that's that's true friendship right there yes yes and moving on we have the Emma Watson segment. So now, Crystal, it's your time to shine, oh, I believe. Yes, thank you, thank you. Okay. So we're going to be talking about how Emma Watson serves, uh, Hermione Granger, played by Emma Watson, serves as a role model where a lot of girls especially can connect to her. And also what Emma Watson's been up to to make a change in this world. So... Um, maybe most of you don't know, but Emma Watson is actually a UN Goodwill ambassador. So I thought that was really cool. And Emma, no, Emma Stone, I mean, <laughs> Emma Watson, Watson, I'm sorry. Is it Emma Stone? <laughs> There's a lot of Emmas, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Emma Watson is known for her humanitarian work. Uh, she finds education very important, which I think is really a uh, very good role model for young girls. She also, she's a designer, and she designed a range of clothes for underprivileged children that benefited the UNICF, which provides 
development assistance to children and mothers in developing countries and I thought that was really cool. She also oh just FYI if you don't guys don't know, she actually took eight auditions to get into Harry Potter for the Hermione role. Wait, how did she manage to do that? Oh well they were holding um auditions in her school and she did eight auditions until they finally agreed. And like that just sort of show that sort of shows how her commitment. Yeah, her commitment and her dedication to her love for acting, which she found at a very young age. Wow, that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Eight auditions? What? Yeah. Did they really reject her that many times or was it just her trying over and over? I think it was just her trying over and over. And uh she's also she in two thousand nine in two thousand nine in September she arrived at the Ivy League school to study literature. Mm. And she was named a fellow in two thousand six in Oxford Oxford uh Oxford University, I'm sorry. Um she also decided to pursue a degree at Brown University. She graduated graduated from there. Um she's such a great person. She's a great person and she's also an advocate for gender equality. She Oh, did, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She if if you guys don't know and you know sort of want to keep up with that, uh she's on Instagram. And I follow her on Instagram and I've seen a lot of her you know, work on Instagram and on YouTube. And she did a speech about that uh, called Hurdles. So, and that's, it's part of a video. Emma talks about campus safety and overcoming gender inequality and education. Because, you know, girls out there, they're forced into marriage at a young age and being even excluded from the education system. So, yeah, she's, she's a feminist. She even started a book club. <laughs> a lot of yeah it's called our sh- our uh shelled oh that's an interesting title yeah and they talk about you know how those books sort of inspired feminism and it's really great it's really great yeah i was i was checking out uh on facebook i was see i saw a picture of her you know trying out boxing and uh i do boxing myself and i thought i was like oh my gosh that's a really cool uh thing to you know see emma's tough side and to be into a sport that i'm into and uh, she had like her pink boxing gloves and i was like that's that's just great but now we're going to listen to a small little clip of our favorite hermione granger leviosa scene i just love that from the sorcerer's stone skills is levitation or the ability to make objects fly uh, do you all have your feathers good now uh, don't forget the nice wrist movement we've been practicing hmm? the swish and flick everyone the swish and flick good oh and enunciate wingardium leviosa off you go then Wingardium Leviosa. Leviosa. Stop, stop, stop. You're going to take someone's eye out. Besides, you're saying it wrong. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. You do it then if you're so clever. Go on, go on. Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, well done! See here, everyone. 
Miss Granger's done it. Oh, splendid. When God Leviosa. Well done, Wing dear. Oh. I think we're going to need another feather over here, Professor. Harry at the end, though. <laughs> I think we're going to need another feather. Well, yeah, that's. I, I can see that. <laughs> but, um, Crystal, you were telling me something about um why Emma Watson tried out boxing. Oh, well, she she was teaching, uh, well, she wasn't actually teaching, but she I think she decided to do that so other girls can learn self-defense because, you know, what happens when a guy, or not a guy, but someone tries to, you know... Take advantage of, some, of yeah. a girl. Yeah, that's that's totally commonly seen. Mm-hmm. And we don't even have to start with it, man. It's There's a lot of problems, domestic violence, rape victims, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's really tragic. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like I also tried out because i mean i remember when during school i used to get bullied a lot when i was younger so i tried it out because of that and i grew into the sport so i think it's really admirable of emma watson to you know tell girls you know speak up and don't be afraid fight you need Mm -hmm. to fight like literally and um you know literally as in if somebody tries to take advantage of you physically and you know as and when somebody tries to make you feel inferior towards them. You know, gender equality, Mm -hmm. that's right on. Moving on, we have our final segment, Fantastic Beasts, which just aired in theaters a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Crystal, you went to go see it, which I'm so jealous of. (laughs) How'd Um, you like it? I thought it was amazing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And, um... So the main character is New, and he is um, Hufflepuff. Yes, Hufflepuff Pride. <laughs> Let's see all there. <laughs> and um, he loves animals, and he like sort of explores them in his little suitcase and stuff. I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you mentioned that there are different, and I've heard this from so many people who've already watched it. They're like, there's actually wizarding schools in other places besides. England. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm excited because there's American houses, like you said. Yes. And, uh... What are they called? One is called the Hornet Serpent, which represents the mind and favor scholars, which I thought is really cool. There's the Wampus, which is, like, uh, represents the body and favors warriors. There's a Pugwidgey. I can't... Pugwidge? Yeah, there we go. I can't say it. I can't say it. Uh, That represents the heart and favors healers. And then, last but not least, Thunderbird represents the soul and favors adventures. Oh my gosh, I liked I liked the last one. Thunderbird sounded pretty cool. Yeah, and I think you can take take like the test on uh, Potter more. So Pottermore? I th- yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool. And that's awesome. And what uh, what was your favorite part in the movie? What your favorite scene? Okay, well my favorite part and spoiler alert. So <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I love spoilers. Uh, there's this scene where Newt sort of invite, uh, invites the main character. Uh, what's her name? Oh, my God. What's her name? I can't... I forgot. Uh, but she's very great. She's amazing. She is a very good role for a female. And um, so they go inside the suitcase, and they sort of explore all the animals that he has. And he has so many. There's, like, little parts where it's for, like, the animals that are, like, in cold environments. And there's animals that they're in the desert 
or they're in the jungle and the forest or whatever mm-hmm. and they're so cool and those animals are so like i want to say original unique unique there you go <laughs> oh unique and they're so funny and like i just love it i loved it so much that's really cool and i you know i heard johnny depp uh got a role in yes he did uh, fantastic piece and i he thought that did. was so crazy it is it is it's it's a plot twist in the movie and i don't know if i should say it because then it's gonna ruin the movie Go but ahead. okay okay so there's this <laughs> bad guy yeah obviously <laughs> obviously there's a bad guy and um so he's actually disguised he's one of the most wanted men i think out there oh and oh is it is it um Oh, my friend told me about this. That one guy, uh, dude. I was just gonna say Rumpelstiltskin. What? <laughs> he's, he's not even in this movie. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Um, but go on. Yeah. So apparently he's in disguise, and when they caught him, he turned out to be Johnny Depp. And it's so cool. His character is so awesome. Cause like when you first meet him, the character without the disguise, yeah. he's all you know. He's the complete opposite of what you think uh, would be a bad guy. And, um, well, he's apparently, you know, very wanted because he escaped um, from a jail, I think. I don't know if it was Azkaban, Azkaban or something. The From Azkaban? Person? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Azkaban. I can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, so they're trying to find him in the movie. Well, it's not really uh, such a big deal as it is. But when they do find out that he was, you know this character and that he was in disguise they arrest him oh, and they just he's grindelwald yeah yeah there you go yes yes exactly yes yes i remember now yes and he is um colin, colin? yeah yes yes exactly and spoiler alert i'm sorry <laughs> before i sort of i should have i shouldn't have said that but yeah he was colin and that was such a big plot twist that i heard everyone in the theaters gasp gasp it was really crazy wow that's oh my gosh i want to see it now <laughs> and johnny depp is one of my favorite characters i mean not actors and it's like like have you have you, have you ever seen um pirates of the caribbean uh yes oh i love those movies and that movie where he's a vampire uh, oh what's it called uh dark dark it's, something <laughs> it's it's the one where he's a, a vampire and he's dark shadows dark shadows yes i love that movie yes uh but yeah it's so that's so awesome that's really awesome it you know it's um dark shadows was an excellent movie he and yeah it was grindelwald now that i remember yeah and fantastic beast and where to find them is a really great movie it got good ratings 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 i'm sorry <laughs> and uh um, actually, in Metacritic, it got about 66, which it's a little low, but, you know, it's good. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, Rotten Tomatoes, it got 74, but 87 of the audience liked it. So, you know, it might be a little. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And four, five out of, on Common Sense Media, Parents Review, it's actually four or five. And also kids liked it. So, you know, another generation that will like Harry Potter. Which is cool. I will definitely, if I ever become a mother, I will introduce them. Yes. Harry Potter, like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, well, this show was excellent, and I'm glad you, you came, Crystal. Thank you, thank because you. Because 
uh, you're a Potterhead like me. <laughs> I mean it in the good way. And, you know, thank you so much for being here. Thank you thank for you, letting me Thank you, our audience. Uh, sorry. Thank <laughs> you, your, um, our audience, for listening to us. We hope you continue to um, catch up with Harry Potter. And, you know, um, if you get to see Fantastic Beasts, that's good for you. I think from what I've heard of it, I, I recommend it. Would you recommend it, Crystal? Yes, absolutely. I love it. Yes, well, thank you so much, guys. And this was our Harry Potter special. You are listening to WLPN, LP, Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Cali, in Little Village. I'm Cecilia. This is Crystal. And we hope you enjoyed the show. heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up? Again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.